Hi there and welcome to the newest episode of the Hospitable Host Podcast. I'm Ethan, a Senior Customer Support Advocate here and also the Asia Pacific Team Lead at Hospitable. We are an Inc. 5000 company um, and everything we do is about giving hosts their time back. Joining me today is short-term rentals expert and key ninja business manager, Mario Zorovic. Hi Mario, uh, really glad to have us with you today. Where are you calling in from? Yeah, nice one, Ethan. I'm currently in Brisbane. It's like I'm doing the Australia national tour at the moment. Our main base is in Melbourne. I'm <laughs> for a while. Awesome. And um, I'm, I'm detecting a little bit of an accent. Uh, where are you from originally? Yeah, originally from New Zealand. Came over in 2004. Um, you know, one Kiwi at a time, and, and here we are. So, But people still pick up the accent, and uh, I'll keep it that way, I think. So thanks for noticing. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Um, so you had uh, several businesses um, since coming over from New Zealand in 2004. Um, I know a little bit of your history, um, including your own company, Little Stay, um, and you're now part of the Key Ninja team um, across Australia and New Zealand. Um, I'm curious to know a little bit of history, like how did you land um, into the short-term accommodation industry and, and why? Yeah, well... You could say it's, it was on purpose and by accident all at the same time. So I, was, uh, I had another um, uh, venture in the, in the property investing space and I got introduced to um, a gentleman named Brandon and he was running a one property Airbnb in South Yarra in Melbourne. And so we got talking. I had all the property connections at the time because of what I was doing, but I'd exited, just exited out of that one. So sat down with Brandon and we got some things happening and um, yeah, put two and two together and, and away we went one property at a time there in Melbourne back in 2000, late 2015. Yeah, 2015. That's right. So kicked it all off that way. Mm. Awesome. Very cool. Well, it's almost like uh, early early days for the short-term rental industry in 2015. It um, doesn't seem like that long ago, but um, it, <laughs> we're getting up on like a decade now. So that's that's awesome. And I'm curious to know a little bit more um, around like, the story behind Key Ninja as well and um, and exactly what the Key Ninja service is about. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, Key Ninja kicked off in 2017. Obviously, it was there to... Um, solve the pains that most hosts have with key exchange and outsourcing cleaning and and other uh, ad hoc jobs that are needed um, across the on the ground services for for all hosts and uh, you know I got introduced actually to James he's the founder of Key Ninja in about 2019 towards the end of my days of Little Stay um, now I was doing it all the hard way so I've done it all been there done that. Um, you know, over those initial four or five years of when I was hosting, uh, I was too much of a control freak. And, you know, I thought everything had to be internal. I could have quality control. You know, um, I was doing, I was going out, meeting the guests, greeting them at all hours of the day, seven days a week. Um, we were, I, the first year I was doing all the cleaning as well. Um, and so, I almost became an expert cleaner, and then, and then uh, eventually we started hiring our own cleaners and all that. We were purchasing our own linen, so we're doing all these things that is unnecessary. But 
you know, all the control factors. So then 2019 came along, got introduced to James at an event, and I said, oh, here's a solution I need. Tested out the key exchange. From key exchange, I tested out the cleaning teams, and then that just freed up my time. And then as a host, what I could do was just um, acquire more properties, bring on more properties into my portfolio, right? So then that was going all, you know, I was right into growth phase, 2019, Leading into 2020, then what came along in 2020, we all know what happened then, the old Rona. And then, uh, so that put a, a grinding halt because I was based in Melbourne with my hosting company. Had about 55 odd properties. I had deals lined up with developers to take on 30, 40 properties and new develop, developments and uh, all happening in 2020 and beyond. But uh, along came the old uh, virus and put a, a, a hold to everything. So we sat there and we waited a little bit. But I had to liquidate the company. Why? Because I was doing the arbitrage model. So I had all these leases across 55 properties. Um, I did do a little bit of the management model, but I preferred the arbitrage. Yes, higher risk, higher reward. Um, but uh, that's the way I, I, I hit it. And that was going all, you know, the direction I wanted it to. Um, and then, yeah, I introduced Key Ninja into the service. Corona came along, squashed all that. I got out of Melbourne. Luckily, I escaped. And then I went to the beaches of Sydney. And then James, after a few months, rang me up because obviously we had a good relationship. And then he goes, I need uh, help. And so I got involved with, with Key Ninja and uh, helped across the operations for the past uh, almost two years now. And then just recently, we did, uh, we're did. we in a good position where we did a slight restructure. And now I'm into basically, you know, shaking hands and getting out there and, and you know, building alliances and, and networking like that and, and helping to expand uh, and grow this company into not only the regions we're in, but open up new regions and beyond. So that's kind of the pathway we're on now and how it kind of formed from one into another. Very cool. Um, yeah, it's interesting to hear uh, hear a bit more about your origin story. That's um, that's definitely one that's super common that um, we hear here at Hospitable. And I actually had a very similar origin story myself um, when I started out hosting. So uh, I mentioned I'm part of the Hospitable team. I'm also a Hospitable host um, with two properties here on the Sunshine Coast in, in Queensland, Australia. And um, yeah, we, my wife and I started out very similar. Like we did all of our own cleans. Um, we did all the changeovers. We... We didn't necessarily meet with guests. We did sometimes, but we um, we tried to automate that. But like this was early days as well, like back 2017, 2018 kind of thing where there wasn't many options to try and automate it. In Like in my eyes, I hadn't I hadn't gone and looked further afield. And then when, when I started to look into the different options, like our eyes and our minds were just blown and that we, we kind of like could never go back because like exactly what you were saying in terms of like scaling a business, or adding new properties and that sort of thing, doing all that manually, there's it can only go so far before you either just completely burn out or you just can't take on anymore. So that's um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm curious um, who who's the typical kind of host um, acquiring your services um, and like what sort of like um, property setup would they have in terms of the number of properties and um, and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, ideal hosts, you know, anywhere from ten properties up. Um, we ideally fit into a business that is looking to scale uh, and onboard more and more properties because they're at that tipping point, I found. I, I, again, 
being a previous host up to 55 properties, you reach a tipping point where it's like 10 properties, you reach this this um, level that, okay, what do I do now? I've got to start hiring some people. 20 plus properties, 30 plus properties, got to hire more pro people. What do I do about outsourcing my cleaning or, or keep my cleaning internal and all that? So um, it's really those those businesses that are looking to scale. Like that's what I'm having meetings here in Brisbane with yesterday, a group of 30 plus properties. They're saying they want to get to 100. Um, so they're right at that point. And I've got even clients in Melbourne that I'm speaking to, been in the game for 18 plus years. She goes, uh, just a matter of a, a week or so ago, she was going, I need to get rid of everything because um, <laughs> as an outsourcing. So, you know, so that's why she's she's come to us and dealing with us. She goes, you know, I, I can either make a choice. I can either hire three more internal staff to manage the the operations, but then we have to use cleaning groups anyway, and all, and our own linen and stocks and all this, or I get rid of it all and hand it over to us, and you know, and that's a, a trust factor. And and I even say, just give us a handful, test us out, see how you feel. Our main power is that we're a a dashboard, we're a platform for a host to use. So it's like you're sitting there, and you can you can see into your dashboard the operations of the day and the jobs that are connected through and that the services you've selected, whether it be key exchange, housekeeping, ad hoc jobs or whatever, or your manly blocking jobs. Um, and you can see those jobs are getting completed. They're scheduled, they're getting completed, they're getting full full reports. So you get everything you need um, that's accessible. So it's almost like your own air traffic control. But you're not doing the, the managing of the labor force. We provide the tech plus the labor force behind it. So all the working bees are out there doing their thing, you know? So as a host, you can focus on guest experience and then growing your company. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to know a little bit more, like if we loop back to Key Ninja as a product, like um, you mentioned you've got the, the dashboard and then like you briefly touched on just then, um, like the on the ground operations. Uh, could you give me, uh, like a, I guess, a brief recap or an idea of what Key Ninja is and, and how it works? Yeah, essentially it's an integration platform that's there for um, much like we're sort of like the back of house system. So you know how hospitable is the front of house? I call it the front of house where it feeds things into the host. Then the host is sitting in the middle and we're like the back of house that takes care of all those underground services. Anything you need, you know, we can supply maintenance people um, and the labor force behind it. So uh, essentially Key Ninja was, was um, set up as like the Uber of key exchange yeah and then there's obviously add-on uh products and services that that added on to there i've got people doing um inspection services uh quarterly uh you know uh, deep cleans and and um uh, services like that so you know so there's all these integrations so there's the tech platform where you can manage everything you add your property in it gets plugged in through you know the the calendar system like with hospitable and then it gets feed, all the jobs get fed into our um, our system and then we have a full support team seven days a week that just um, uh, monitor that the jobs are getting completed and so on like that um, so yeah it's like a full integration system but with the labor force behind it okay really cool and um, you mentioned like you've got the on-the-ground labor force. Um, I'm curious to know where you where you currently have that force um, and where you're looking to add in the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
our main centers are the big cities, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast, and you might be interested to know, we're coming to Sunshine Coast very soon. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a personal call when I when I <laughs> yeah, when okay. up there. Uh, we're in Perth. We're going to expand Perth uh, harder next year. And New Zealand. We've touched on New Zealand, so we're there too. We've got other centres: uh, Geelong, Bendigo, some areas. We um, and sp I'll give an example of why we went into Bendigo and even Geelong. I had. We've got a big host that's got, you know got two hundred plus properties, and they're in rapid scale mode um, and they just deal with they partner with real estate agencies actually and they just scale their business that way and so as they open up they came to us and said we've got 30 plus properties in Bendigo I said cool we that justifies us to go in um, you know it's the old chicken and egg things because we got to set up bases yeah and then we got to recruit or train and, and we have supervisors at our at our um, locations that supervise and uh, for quality control of the cleaners and all that. Because they're ongoing. Cleaners come and go and we get professional cleaners, we get the part-timers as well. But essentially, we're more than 70% uh, professional full-time cleaners. Yeah, so. Awesome. And um, you mentioned you're in those regions and throughout, it's like you're getting to the point where you're kind of throughout Australia. Um, and, and you mentioned New Zealand. Have you guys got any plans to, I guess, um, go even work wider than that, like take over the world kind of thing? Uh, you have to speak about James about that, you know. Um, but, yeah, there's intentions. They, they were talking about the U.S. market, um, uh, you know, 12 months ago. But, you know, you've got to get one, one step at a time, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the next 12 months, that's... Uh, uh, because um, not only are we expanding and growing because there's the demand for it, but we're innovating our tech as well. Okay, awesome, cool. Um, so I guess to, to dive into it a little bit further, um, like outsourcing an in-person service, um, whether it's greeting or otherwise, um, is it's something that other hosts might have been going away from, um, like since we often call automated check-ins and optimize digital welcome books and that sort of thing. So, um, like, what's your argument for in-person check-ins? Look, if you can autom automate what you can, really, uh, and speaking from my hosting experience days, <laughs> when I first started hosting and I was greeting guests, I was walking them up to the apartment, showing them into the apartment, almost like a concierge service. Well, I wasn't luxury property. I wasn't 10, 15, $20 million properties. I was mid-tier boutique-style properties there in Melbourne City. Um, so there was no need for After a while, I was like, I don't need to. They, they, people just want the keys and they just want to go in. So um, essentially, again, because Key Ninja started in a highly uh, metropolitan area of Melbourne, you know, you can't do lockboxes, key codes into those, you know, big apartment buildings and all that. They're just, they're just not allowed. I mean, there are lockboxes, you should see them, and these alleyways all chained up to the sides, and these poor guests have got to go there and pick from, See, they see like 50 lockboxes, and which one is my one, you know? So we're really, Key Ninja was to solve those problems of inner city, really, you know, Melbourne, Brisbane, and, and all that. So people, like in the Sunshine Coast, you know, you I don't, you know, probably the apartment buildings, you know, it depends on management right issues that you're dealing up here in Queensland. It's a little bit of a different game 
you know, I, that's another thing. I'm going off, off, off the cuff here, but uh, a lot of hosts are having battles with building managers and management right companies and all that kind of stuff because there's a lot of mixed use stuff. So we we are trying to like solve those solutions when you need it. You know, a lot of hosts um, we are actually used more for cleaning services than anything. Yes, key exchange when you need it, use it. Because I've got I've got hosts that you know they have eighty plus properties in Melbourne and only uh, you know fifty sixty of them need key exchange because they're very inner city. But when they're out on the outskirts, they can use key codes or lockboxes. So that's where that's at. For sure. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's um it's a pretty pretty massive thing that um, that you guys are doing to be able to have those on the ground teams in all the different locations as well. And like you mentioned, the Sunshine Coast. Um, there's definitely something that uh, I'd be interested in because like my wife and I, we use Hospitable for, to automate the guest experience side of things. But then, yeah, like you've said, like with your example there with a, uh, a property manager with 200 listings, like you can only imagine the, the, the work that goes through um, like having that team on the ground, whether it's professional cleaners or um, a maintenance person or whatever that might be. So it, it's like that would be a major part of, of that person's business operation. So like the service that you guys are offering, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm curious, so like how do you go about when you are expanding to a new region or when you're in an existing region, how do you go about recruiting a team there and, and certifying your, your ninjas that, that are on the ground? Yeah. Uh, recruitment comes through various ways. Obviously, we can do um, online advertising or or word of mouth. I've even got some hosts, again, that, uh, give you an example, that one that opened up the Bendigo and Geelong regions. I said, uh, you know, that some, in some case, hosts are happy with their cleaners, but because they're expanding and adding more portfolios, they just don't want to spend the time sourcing their own cleaners and managing them. So some hosts, when they come on board with us and they're happy with their cleaners, they bring their cleaners with them and their cleaners just slot right into Key Ninja. So they're really qualified and up to spec of those properties as well. But they can only handle so much. They can only service so much within a day. So then obviously we have to expand the workforce on the ground um, and that's where we come. So we have, again, as I mentioned, we have supervisors. Then when our ninjas on board, and they can be independent individuals, uh, as I said before, 70 plus percent are professionals, so they have teams anywhere from teams of three to five to, you know, companies. Um, and we're like, because we're supplying work for them, easy work for them, they just got to, you know, create their availability on their rosters and we feed them all the all the jobs and they complete them to our, our standards. And, um, and then, again, we have supervisors that control any quality control. Plus, when our ninjas first on board, we have ranking systems, bronze, silver, gold. Yeah, so they start off at bronze. Let's see how you go for a few cleans. Quality's there. Yep, you now advance to silver. A time period on silver, right? You can go to gold. The gold is where we they get the most, and uh, and usually are the bigger teams because they can handle you know ten plus jobs a day, for instance. Um, and uh, and we just yeah quality control it like that. And through our systems as well, um, we have a very good reporting system, issue reporting system, very important when a cleaner turns up. And I'm about to speak of an example because I was just speaking about it yesterday with a client. Um, this one host that's going to onboard with us uh, coming up soon, I said, uh, she has 62 properties. I said, how do you currently, you know, 
manage them? How do you how are you communicating with all your cleaners? She goes, oh, I have 62 WhatsApp channels, one for each property. Oh, forget that. <laughs> you know, but I get it because I did it. I did it all. I, you know, I remember having that, you know, and I was scheduling back again, speaking from my own personal experience. You know, I'd have when I had 55 properties, you know, I'd have as max up to 18 to 20 jobs in a day. And that was busy back then. Um, and I had to schedule all those cleaners, you know, so-and-so, can you do, can you fit in a third clean today? And, oh, no, I can't. And what, whatever, because some of them would be students and whatever, whatever, you know. But us with Keeninja, for example, in Melbourne, well over 100, you know, ninjas. So if one cleaner falls sick, which is a common occurrence, or even has some sort of accident, we can quickly fill that gap, you know. Um, that's very important. With yeah, that's great. Um, that's a really good example, I think, of where a service like Keyninja can come in really, um, really handy because, um, like, for example, I've got the exact same thing occurring on one of my properties at the moment. Not so much that they were, they were um, sick, but they, that my cleaner was just away. And so they reached out. The booking came in, like, last month, and they basically said, oh, you've, you've got this same-day changeover this day, but I can't do it till two days later. Um, like, how do you want to go about doing that? Um, and it was just lucky that we had, we just had a block there. It wasn't a reservation. So we've, we're losing our revenue because we've had to basically, like, we can't get up to do it ourselves, but we had, we couldn't find anyone else in the meantime. So we, we've basically got a two day block on the calendar where we could have had a two night reservation. And that instance that you're saying there where like, you've got, you've got a team on the ground, like that, that's a, that's a game changer. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, I think um, it's, a, it's a super exciting um, thing to be able to offer to to managers and, and also property owners. I'm, um, I'm curious, um, like at, here at Hospitable, um, we've been actively supporting our hosts with direct booking solutions, um, with direct booking websites, um, that sort of thing. And um, do you, I was curious, do you see your customers taking reservations in that regard? Um, or like, are they starting to head more down that way? Or... Um, are the services mostly for reservations that are coming through the online travel agencies like Airbnb more um, so? Yeah, look, our system plugs into whatever your calendar is. Direct booking is the way to go. Um, and I've, every every host is aiming for that because we all know why, to avoid, to avoid the fees. Um, and uh, But, hey, don't let Airbnb hear this, but uh, it's all good. Um they, uh, yeah, so people are looking for those solutions. So I've got people that want to speak to you guys. So, you know, they'll be getting uh, introduced to you soon. And um, and that's the way to go. Again, when I was hosting back in my day, I was always pushing for, you know, repeat business to come direct. Always, always, always. And then, uh, you know, the, the whole revenue game of, of hosting. So that's the way it's going forward. And I've even got, yeah, there's, there's many solutions out there now for, for that are offering direct booking solutions. So, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it, it def I definitely see it as the way forward um, for many hosts. Um, I do I have my own direct booking website through Hospitable, but there are, um, there are other solutions out there as well. And a lot of the hosts start out on the journey as well. Like another origin story is probably 
being fully from one particular channel and like the OTAs always have their place. Like we love, we love Airbnb. I'm sure there's a lot of hosts out there that have, um, that started out fully on Airbnb. Um, and then, um, like we, we find, um, like you mentioned, repeat guests, um, guests that are coming back for their second, third, fourth year. Um, they're coming every holiday. Um, those are the ones that are reaching out to you and say, Hey, like, do you have your own website? Like, can, can we book directly with you? Um, and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to, uh, to like, I guess, see where the, where the industry is heading. Um, and then each individual host journey within that as well. Um, we touched uh, a little bit on like the expansion within the geographical region for, for key ninja. Um, I'm curious, um, to see like how you see the development of the market and, and progression um like over the last few years um and then into the future um like touching on digitalization and then also like these increasing services that are becoming available um how do you see that adapting over the next few years yeah well you know solutions with ai um that we've even integrated with ours for allocations um is really good for our kind of solution with with um scheduling jobs and so on um but tech has really come a long way uh, since back in the day, as you know, hospitable constantly evolving and and, and, and de- developing your platform, S- same as us, you know, because that's the demand. The hosts demand it. <laughs> They're looking for these almost like uh, one and done solutions, you know. Really, like I said before, you're the front, we're the back. Host wants to sit in the middle, but at the same time, a host doesn't really want to deal with twenty different tech solutions. <laughs> that's not the dream. You know, otherwise you'll need like, you'll be almost like a day trader with your big screens and your monitors all around you, you know, like gamifying thing. But definitely it's, it's the, the market is constantly evolving. Obviously there are battles that we're all having, you know, government sticking their nose in and all this, you know, certain regulations. That'll probably always happen or, you know, continue. We just adjust. We're just like pilots. We just got to constantly adjust. And then, um, and then an area that I've really seen evolved is um, real estate agencies are starting to get, put their hand more and more in the game. Um, and I remember when the first year, 2015, 16, when I was sourcing properties, if I can share this story, I was uh, the way I sourced properties was Gumtree. I was calling up Gumtree. Hey, I see you're renting your property. Are you interested in this? And I was doing management. This is the very first few properties. You know, and I've got a few properties that way. Then, and I used to approach real estate agencies. Hey, I want three or four properties. I'll take on the leases. They, they didn't want to touch it. You do Airbnb, no, no, no. And then I noticed about 2016, 17, about a year or so later, they all started going, yep, we're keen, we're keen. Because I then, and at that, that stage, I was at that next stage where I could say, hey, I want, I want 10 plus properties. What do you got on your books? And that's exactly how I got eight properties in one building in Melbourne. I got five in another and because I, I had to centralize it again because I was doing all the um, operations. I could only spread so far in Melbourne. With Key Ninja, again, I was just speaking to a client yesterday here in Brisbane. They're doing all everything in-house. And they said, we come to you because we want to spread. We're getting offers of properties outside the city. Our, our cleaners can't reach that far. I was going, cool, use us. Plug us in. And, and that's what they're doing now. So they're spreading their wings. They can plug us in because we can spread, you know, we have all our, like I said, our worker bees, our ninjas, we call them, 
you know, they've all got their vehicles and all that. They live in different regions and we have different bases in different cities. Like we've got six bases in Melbourne, a couple here in Brisbane, Gold Coast and so on. So, and that's where they centralize from, get what they need and then go off to the jobs for the day. So, yeah. Awesome. That's very cool. I, um, I agree all around there. The, uh, I definitely see a consolidation within um, the industry like more widely. There's so many solutions out there. And I do feel like the industry in terms of like the digital offerings, it, everything is so early days. Like I can definitely see we will, as an industry, we will start to mature. But then it's interesting you mentioned the, the maturing of the, um, I guess, the industry. Um, I guess we're probably referring specifically to like Australia and New Zealand here. But um, I've noticed that as well. Like the, it's not just the property owners um, that are seeing the benefits of the higher revenue from short-term rentals. Um, it's, it's a, it, it is becoming more and more of a professional industry and, and professionals like real estate agents are starting to see the benefits of that increased revenue and I guess the, the flexibility that short-term rentals offer. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting uh, little bit from you and I've, I've noticed the same for sure. So that's, that's really cool. And then, yeah, the final thing that's on everybody's lips, AI, like it's going to be becoming more and more, like it's part of Hospitable's product. Um, it's one of my favourite parts of Hospitable is the automation of that, the guest experience and the messaging. Uh, it's a huge time saver, just like what um, what Keen injuries are on on the back the backside, or uh, as you as you mentioned it. Um, so that's that's really cool. Um, and I think that's probably a great um, a great segue for us to um, transition into wrapping up this conversation. Um, but sadly, we we do have to wrap it up here, Mario. Um, thanks so much for joining, and uh, it was a pleasure. Um, for me and i hope you enjoyed our, our conversation here too yeah thanks for the opportunity and anyone that's listened to this that's a host reach out do a free demo no obligation and and uh, you know we'll shoot the breeze and we'll see if we can solve and, and the possibility of working together and, and um you know hospitable is great what they're doing out there i remember ethan telling me about the messaging system and i was like man i wish i had that back in the day so no good on you good on you thanks appreciate it look forward to uh, catching up with you in person up here in sunshine coast (laughs) awesome sounds good me too all right thank you everybody and thanks for joining us at uh, this episode of hospitable hosts